Paul Andrigo, Toronto Real Estate Unfiltered. This is the first and last place you'll ever need to go for the best in Toronto real estate. Stay tuned for the next podcast starting now. Good morning, class. Paul Andrigo, Toronto Real Estate Unfiltered. It's the back to school real estate edition. So today the uh, discussion I'm going to be having is one that I've been uh, having quite a lot uh, in the last couple of weeks as we get into the, uh, what is, I'm predicting because of the fact that it has been a little bit quiet and usually in my business in the last almost 20 years, 17 to be exact, um, I've been able to get very good at spotting the trends. Uh, and knowing that uh, when there's uh, a little bit of quiet, there's usually a little bit of noise afterwards. Um, it's been quite a bit more than that. It's been a bit quite more quiet. So aside from my own, um, very, uh, I'm very grateful for the fact that my own clients are, are you know, are always on the move. Uh, new clients jumping in. Uh, a record number of people this summer signing on to MySoldReport.com. But in general, I've sensed that uh, it's been a little quieter than normal. So my prediction is going to be if you're looking at the possibility of making a move, um, and that would be a what, what I would call a, a net positive move, um, we should be talking right now, especially if you're thinking about moving east. So right now I'm actually on the road uh, and I'm meeting with a client today in um that lives in the Danforth East area, but is moving to the Durham region, Ajax, Pickering, uh, Whitby area. Uh, It's been a a move that I've done many times, and and I've uh, really uh, enjoyed doing it. Uh, I've actually even had uh, clients with condos, downtown condos, sell their condos, uh, and, and literally buy a house in one of these areas uh, and just start life mortgage-free, which is an incredible feeling uh, to be able to do that, uh, and and some of them were uh, quite young. So if you own a house, and this obviously applies to, I I would say, most areas of Toronto, if you own a semi or a detached two- or three-bedroom, depending on the condition, you could be sitting on... um, Probably on the on the on the low end, 800. On the high end, um, obviously a lot more than that, uh, depending on the neighborhood. So uh, let's just use the number 1 million as a as a reference number. So if you are a Toronto real estate millionaire, and congratulations if you are, um, and if you're not sure yet, uh, that's another very good reason. One of uh, one of the hundreds of reasons that you should be. Uh, register at mysoldreport.com already so that uh, maybe you'll find out some good news and uh, maybe you are a real estate millionaire now depending on again where your property is uh, what you have outstanding on it uh, things things of that nature so the, the 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 basic math is that the clients that I'm dealing with uh, let's say in the Danforth East area their homes are selling between one to let's say 1.2 uh, the average, and um, the ones that the ones that I'm uh, dealing with right now. 
So they're going to be selling those properties, and where we're looking in the Durham region, the properties there are between 400 and 600. So if you, again, don't even have to do very extensive level of math here, um, and you'll understand that it's, um, it's, a, it's a pretty lucrative situation. So you're moving, uh, let's use the numbers of 1 million, and let's use the figure of 500 uh, as what the person's paying. So you're looking at selling the property um, and being able to, and a lot of them have been there for, let's say, you know, 10 years plus. So they're looking at, uh, you know, just downsizing in general and uh, hoping, if they can, to not pay much more than they paid the first time. Uh, and that's a secret I'm actually releasing here that uh, I haven't done before. So... That really, for me, is the secret. To create the biggest gap between what you're selling for and what you're buying is really how real estate wealth is accomplished. It's, it's, um, it seems simple enough, but don't assume everyone is on the same page with this as, as I am. So my client will be selling the property for $1 to $1.2 million. And the property that we're looking at, uh, actually, some of them are in the 400. So, you know, between four and five, probably, is where they'll land. So, you're talking about them being able to walk away. And again, uh, mortgages fairly close to paid off in, in most cases. Um, usually, not much there. So, the fact is, you're talking about the potential for 300, $500,000 left over. Um, after the uh, after the purchase, and again having a mortgage-free life, uh, which means again no payments, uh, no mortgage payments. <laughs> there will always be um, property ta uh, property taxes included. You'll always have to pay your maintenance fees. But uh, in the big scheme of things, as uh, uh, as, as as I've read uh, uh, in, in many places, and, and most recently with. Uh, the, um, the the Dave Ramsey podcast, uh, one of the things that, that he's recently said, which makes a lot of sense, is the paid-off mortgage is the new shiny car in the driveway. And I like that, and I've always liked that idea, uh, because I would rather, um, especially because I'm in real estate, I'd rather tell people about, uh, you know, my real estate um, accomplishments any given day versus anything to do with a um, a shiny new car or a watch, which obviously I, you know me, I don't wear jewelry. I, I, I used to work in a gym and I've uh, just never had any uh, luck with wearing jewelry or watches and I, it just feels uncomfortable. So I've got my wedding ring and that's my jewelry. Um, so the shiny, flashy lifestyle, the, you know, the two or three cars, the, again, living outside your means, type stuff. To me, I'm hoping that uh, even though Facebook does a bad job of uh, promoting, uh, you know, living a, a basic life, a paid-off mortgage to me is probably, uh, you know, one of the highest levels of uh, accomplishment in life. So if um, you're hoping to, you know, make that change in your life, and you could be, again, in your, you know, you could have been in your property for three, three or four years, uh, you can also be just looking at starting your journey, and that's that's actually important to mention. So a lot of people, especially in the city of Toronto, have been saying 60% of renters are, are saying that the rent is too high, 
uh, and they're planning on moving out. And I really hope they do, all of them. Anybody who thinks that the rent is too high actually should be considering moving out of town. And, and essentially, the the term drive till you qualify applies here. So that means that you, um, you know, you get together with me, we discuss what your strategy is, what your comfortable payments are, uh, and we look for a place that works for you. And, and it doesn't mean that's the place you're going to be. That's the misconception for a lot of people is that it doesn't mean that you're going to be stuck in a place you don't want to be. But if you're able to jump in on a opportunity for, let's say, three to five years, um, that could be enough. That launching pad could be enough to be able to bring you back uh, into the city and begin a uh, uh, you know a life where you want to live and that's uh, for all of us you don't you don't very rarely people you know do they start at their dream home so you start somewhere and now uh, that also includes condos and if you're not uh, looking up in the sky when you drive and and seeing the fact that we have more cranes in the sky than just about any major U.S. or Canadian city. You're, you're really ignoring something that is, uh, you know, basically what I'm considering the sort of the next big uh, boom as far as, uh, you know, how real estate wealth is built. So uh, buying the right condo uh, with me on my tours, and I also run, if, if I haven't mentioned it yet, and I'm working on a report for this, but I'm also the creator of at uh, twitter.com slash loft sellers. So I'm at the creator of at loft sellers. Uh, and I've been doing that for much longer than I've been doing this. And with over 4,500 uh, loft fans in my army, um, it's a pretty powerful indicator that uh, uh, that's that's another really good idea to look into. So lofts, uh, and again, unique condos and lofts um, downtown. Not every building, believe me, there are uh, just like with um, everything else. There's, there's there's pros and there's cons. Uh, there's good, bad, and ugly, uh, and I, when you're with me, you will understand that uh, it's important to be with someone who's, uh, again, over the last 17 years, seen the development of the city, uh, and I can tell you which places are, you know, the, the, which buildings are the, uh, the, the right properties, the right types of places that uh, will, you know, historically do well, uh, and of course, you know, hopefully fit into your quality of life, because um, that's usually what I end off, uh, begin and end most um, home discussions, home condos and lofts. I discuss quality of life uh, has to be uh, the first thing. You have to be wherever you're moving from. If you're moving from an overpriced rental or if you're moving from a property that's too small, uh, you have to at least maintain or improve your quality of life. Um, I would say over the years, that's one thing has become probably more important to me than the money and understanding that when you're happy in a place and it's helping you thrive and uh, you're able to enjoy your life you're able to uh, you know go places you want to go then the real estate investment that you've made is even more valuable so of course my goal is to make sure that you're doing well uh, but my, my other goal is to basically make sure that your quality of life, again, is, again, at, the, you know, at, at least the same, if not better, but never worse. And, and that's when there are times and, and we're you know, going to be on tours. And I will tell you that um, 
that there's a uh, reason that we may or may not buy somewhere, and a lot of times it has to do with quality of life. Uh, everything could work with the numbers, but the quality of life just might not be, you know, exactly where it should be. Uh, and that's important to me. So, um, and that's why I'm, I'm doing this on a podcast, so you'll actually hear my voice, because seeing this in writing, and that's, again, a problem I have with the um, abundance of um, blogs that you don't even know who's writing them for the most part. That's, that's, that's the biggest problem for me, and I've, I've seen this in the, uh, in the Toronto area as well. I've seen a lot of people with ghost writers, and they hire companies to actually do their posts for them. Uh, to me, it's the, el- the ultimate definition of bullshit. You're hiring a liar. So you don't want to do that. You want to hire someone who is, um, again, you know, you're hearing their real voice. And this is my real voice. It's, uh, um, it is what it is. Uh, and uh, I was never meant to be a broadcaster, but I, I'm very passionate about this subject. So uh, thanks for uh, tuning in, class. Uh, hopefully everybody who's involved, uh, all you teachers, uh, parents, caregivers, with the back-to-school coming up next week. I'm wishing you guys all the best. Uh, I know it's been a long summer and uh, a a beautiful hot summer, and I love the fact that, uh, you know, we've had such amazing weather and uh, couldn't be more grateful for that. But I also love the fall, and the reason I do is because around this time of year for uh, from grade 9 till about grade, uh, pretty much to grade 13, Uh, It was always football training before school started. So the last two weeks of August, uh, to me, were and always are, will be, sort of that magical prep time. You get together with your friends and we're uh, training on the field two hours a day, running, weightlifting, and all the stuff that, you know, that we would do to get ready for, um, you know, the the, the, the football season. And uh, it's something that I've carried over into uh, not just – not from school, but into life, um, and I'm back training now in a, in a way where I'm actually probably in better shape uh, in most ways than I was even back then, and that's uh, uh, saying a lot because I was training pretty hard back then, but I just, I hated running, and I didn't understand why I should, so now I still hate running, but I understand why I should, and uh, I, I do see the, um, the overall benefits that uh, I get from it. So it's uh, it's a different sort of life I have right now, and I'm again couldn't be happier with it. But uh, again, that training crossed over into rugby, and I always sort of, uh, as I discovered rugby, and also grade uh, nine, ten, and it became my whole life for a long time. Um, I called football my rugby tackling training. So as long as I could get a few months of good uh, on on field hitting, uh, I would be absolutely perfectly ready for rugby season and uh, all the amazing adventures I had uh, with my teams uh, playing for the under Ontario team when I was uh, under 19 was a real thrill. Uh, I've I've got to play in the New York Sevens, uh, played against uh, some amazing teams from South Africa, Australia, like the best in the world, and uh, learned so much from it. So for me, this whole back to school thing, uh, as you can tell, there's a lot of elements to it, but uh, I just really want to make sure that you guys are uh, with me on this journey. Um, so basically, uh, let's get started. Give me, uh, send me a message. Um, send me an email, paul.indrigo at c21.ca. 
some amazing, amazing things happening as well with Century 21. Uh, just so you know, we've uh, burned the yellow jackets. They're gone. Uh, there's a completely new revised look, and as you'll see in the next couple of months, um, uh, not only are we the first Canadian company to put our Canadian listings on the Zillow platform in the U.S., and that is a huge bonus to you guys who are working with me, uh, and we're also redesigning our sites, uh, and they're going to be streamlined in a way that, uh, again, you have uh, probably haven't seen before on a, uh, on a company level, and this is important to you because when you're working with me, uh, my network is also working for you. So that's not just me here. That's uh, my, you know, my guy Jeff in Kitchener, my uh, my, uh, my my partners out in Alberta, my partners out in uh, Newfoundland. So wherever you might be moving, um, my network uh, instantly becomes your network, and it's a very important thing because um, a lot of people don't stay in one place, and and and, and nor should they. So because of that, I've been working so hard for so many years on establishing a network through Canada. Uh, I just actually sold a property in New York to an amazing client of mine, um, and I couldn't be happier for them. Uh, I've handled property in Europe as well. I've got referral agents there that work with me, and I work uh, in a very different way than a lot of others. I'm very hands-on. So even if I'm dealing with a property sale in Spain, um, I'm right there. I'm, you know, I'm not physically there, but I am right there for the accountability factor and making sure that everything is done right. Because a lot of times, uh, that property being sold in Spain or in Florida or in uh, Russia, wherever it might be, uh, has a lot to do with what you're able to do when you get here. So uh, I find myself, uh, I, I, I take responsibility for that because I want the results to be there. Uh, Thanks for tuning in. It's been a long podcast today, but I really wanted you to make sure that uh, we've caught up over the long summer, and uh, now we're back to class. So if you didn't hear the school bell ring, get to your classrooms, uh, and uh, you with the white uh, white shirt and the red shoes, you got to go get a late slip. Have a great day. Take care.